2: All right, let's get right into this, Rob. And it, the story of the day, we said it. Uh, Brian Flores' lawsuit against the NFL alleging racism, which nobody denies. Except hey, for Jerry the NFL Jones, two hours after, after, after the out. lawsuit came out. Yeah, I mean, what I, I, they're going to have to backtrack. How
0: embarrassing that. is that, Chris? Yeah, like, like they didn't good, even too. say, like we're going to investigate, right. you know, these are very serious uh, allegations against our teams and our league. We'll investigate. They just said it was without merit. Two hours
2: yeah. after the lawsuit, yeah, they just on. dismissed it. Without merit? Come well, not on. not be able to dismiss it. And even if you will see, obviously, in the court of law, you got to prove things. Oh, yeah, you need yeah. a lot of evidence. But whether that, you know, no matter what comes of it in court, Rob, This has brought major attention. And it was, people knew. We all know. It's obvious. It's the elephant in the room. And I don't even know if that's accurate because it's right in front of our face. Right? One black coach out of 32. And this just brings it more to the forefront, Rob. And it's brought it to mainstream, like, non-football America. You know? What was he on today, Rob G? He was on CBS. CBS This Morning, right? CBS the morning morning show. CBS This Morning talking about it. He was also on ESPN. So we got some sound. Brian Flores making the media rounds, but here he
1: is. It was a range of emotions. Humiliation, uh, disbelief, um, anger. And I've worked so hard to get to, to where I am from a, uh, in football, to become a head coach. Put 18 years in, in this league, and it was uh, to go on I, what was going to be a, what, what felt like or what was a sham interview. I was... Uh, I was hurt. The Rooney Rule is in, intended to give minorities an opportunity to sit down in front of uh, ownership, but I think what it's turned into is an instance where guys are just checking the box, and that's been the case. I've been on some interviews in the past that, um, where that's, I've had that feeling. There's you know, always no way to, to, to know for sure, but, but you know.
2: Let me say this, Rob. Uh, my, believe it or not, my mother-in-law who uh, worked in—she was like a superintendent or a supervisor in the school system in New York. Right. She actually was a supervisor at the school that Brian Flores attended in Brooklyn. I think Mm -hmm. she said PS332, I think it was. I may mix up the numbers, but it was something like PS332. When he was in junior high, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and she just could not— and she's not a sports fan at all. She obviously heard about the lawsuit, but she doesn't follow sports. She said he was, even at that time, he was a great young man. She said he was smart. We obviously know he was smart. He went to Boston College. But he was intelligent. He was smart. Right. Uh, he was respected by everybody. You know, he could hang everybody. respected him. He was cool, obviously. He was a good athlete. But he also was like a leader and, and ethical. And, you know, his parents kept him in line. And he, he and his brother, she said, were doing the right thing. And right. um, so she 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 She's really not surprised spoke highly, that no. he would that he would sacrifice himself right. for the
0: for the better good of society. And that's, she said he said he had that in his character, even at right. that age. And everybody's so. not willing to do that. That's why a lot of things get stay the same. And we all complain about it. But I, what have I said a million times, Chris? The only thing worse than the bad people doing bad things are when good people don't say anything or right, turn their heads right. and allow bad people to do bad things. And the good people have to stand up and say, this isn't right. I, I'm thoroughly like, yes, we've talked about this forever. Bravo, uh, you know, for for Brian Flores to, to be man enough, Chris, to take on this uh, enormous battle. That's going to ensue with the NFL and its lawyers and them trying to cover up stuff and and you know and, and write a check and tell them to go away so well, he never coached taking that no
2: and, you know and, and what you mean? can see these
0: are on this, is, this is, far yeah right this is a guy who realizes that I just can't sit silent anymore and and you applaud him and. And you
2: just brought up what, Jerry Jones? What did Jerry say? Jerry admitted. I don't know the exact quote. Maybe Rob G has it. But he, he admitted there's a problem. There, that's there's what no he, doubt. You can't help but admit that there's a freaking problem. Right. And and, One, and that's what you that's said what, We that's talking what, earlier, Rob. Major League Baseball has more black. 8% black players. 8%. And they have more black managers at this moment than the NFL. Right. They got Just at least period. two. We were trying to think of my right. the top They of got our head. two, and they and, and probably they got Chris more than th- two.
0: And, and then there's a couple other Hispanic managers right. as well. So minority right. managers are way more, and, and you don't have the same numbers. That's the thing that's, that's bad about yeah, it. And no one's saying as, that as 75% of the coaches have to be black. That's not the argument. No, No. It's about equal opportunity. When those guys are done playing, where's their opportunity and their chance? That's right. all. We're good enough to play, but we can't put a, put together a team, Chris, or uh me- coach a team? Why? There's no other reason other than
2: racism. Period. There, and no and other I reason. heard somebody say, you know, I don't know that this is racism or what. It's racism. It, I got it Jerry Jones quote. Think, I I don't think the owners have had a meeting and said, we don't want a lot of black coaches in the league or we're not going to hire black coaches. I don't think that. And I don't think any of the owners, or most of them for sure, don't have a problem personally with a black person. Like, you know, I'm sure they befriend the players and all that. They write million-dollar checks Racism, Yes. Racism <laughs> is about power. Yes. And access. And you are limiting the power and the access access of african americans that's what this is about and you're doing it because of their race whether it's in the front of your mind or the back it's there and so this is racism and (laughs) one thing rob we talked about yesterday what what upsets african americans is this moving the goalpost right right a few years ago it was well you got to be a coordinator So you had coordinate. yeah, you got some – well, first, coordinated. You got some defensive coordinators who are black. 11, actually, right now, which is a good number. And – but then it was like, oh, yeah. Remember a few years ago, Rob? It was, yeah but offense. It's an offensive league now. You you got to know how to call call plays. Right. You got to be an – and then we just don't have a lot of offensive coordinators. Then we get Eric Enemy and Byron Leftwich, and they well, can't get jobs. they're not really jobs. calling the plays. All oh, they, oh, they, they got the position,
0: right. but then
2: now oh, they really calling the play. Like, and like now, now, all Rob, of a sudden, Rob- now that there's no, now Zach Taylor didn't call plays. Now that there's no, like next step you have to get to that you can say yeah. Once you get here, right? There's no next step. Now it's just like you know what, we just don't want to hire y'all. Because we'll go to high school. In Houston, we're looking at this high school quarterbacks coach, Josh McCown. We just don't want to hire y'all. Or, or you know what? The guy that cheated a few years ago in right, Denver. We'll give yeah, him another uh, 11 job. 11-17 record. Belichick. Yeah, okay. Belichick's assistants haven't done very well. But we just don't want to hire y'all. All right? Eh? Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're going to college. You know, we're going to college, Cliff Kingsbury, I know he had a 35 and 40 record at Texas Tech. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but even he had a, a cup of school. coffee. Not even good he, football. They ain't even playing had,
0: good teams. But he had a cup but, of coffee with uh Sean McVay. Remember, that was got right. him his job. So let me, we'll let me go give with you these two things. We
2: just don't want y'all. They're not saying it obviously to the face, but that's what this is.
0: And here it is, Chris. Zach Taylor didn't call plays with the Rams. He's coaching the Bengals. Nathaniel uh, Hackett, who they just uh, got didn't call plays in Green Bay, now he's the Broncos coach. Yep. So that's not true. And here's Jerry Jones' quote. He was at the Senior Bowl. Quote, I can see it's an area, one of many, that we can do better. The area has some um, good attention. Uh, this is obvious if you look through that uh, – the league and the coaches are trying to improve there. I mean, so he's admitting it. It ain't over the top. Like, he ain't going to say we're racist and, and we're doing this. But it is obvious. And I think you're right. There's no other way of of really pussyfooting around it. I, I, right. I just, because you can't make the, ex, like, there are no guys there. Well, there's no, no.
2: Eric bieniemy has been sitting there for three years waiting for his job. Chris, three years. Right. Exactly. And that every offensive coordinator, I'm exaggerating, but when you're an offensive coordinator for a successful team, you typically, and a defensive coordinator as well, for that matter, you typically get a, a new job. Look at, look at Buffalo. Everybody wanted Dayball, right? Because they were successful.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: the main topic of the day everywhere, you turn it on your TV, you turn on your radio, this is what they're talking about. Even on non-sports stations, Brian Flores, the ex-coach of the Miami Dolphins, who was the first coach, his last two seasons they had winning records, first Dolphins coach to do that since 2003. And 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 yet he was fired and at one
0: point they won 7 in a row yep. how many coaches yep. win 7 in a row in a season and get
2: fired now nah, you know what great question rob G., I don't know if we we got the bandwidth but if you can see if you can find that out i, I rob it may have never happened never chris I mean, seven, that's to win 7 games in that, a row
0: right. is hard to do in the nfl
2: yeah, I, that's it. May have never when, happened. He may have been the first to ever be fired. You after remember when the Bill Belichick weekend. and the Patriots had won six in a row? It was like, oh right. my god, they're going oh, to the Super won, Bowl, right? Oh, Bill Belichick's greatest coaching job ever. That's what right. they were saying. <laughs> right. Well, we will. Um, we're going to give you guys an extra segment to weigh in on this whole situation with Brian Flores. So we will take calls the next two segments. And so you'll have your chance to uh, speak your mind. And, and, again, you know Rob and I welcome disagreement. Yep. We had a we caller had last hour who, who disagreed with us. Seth, that, Seth, call back. Not call today. In. You get once yep. a week. But call in whenever Somebody you want. Somebody else. You don't right. feel like you have to agree with us. We believe in dialogue. We believe in sharing your true feelings. And we w- we may debate. We may come back at you. Yep. But it's all love. So, uh Rob, a couple of things. There were a few things I read through the entire lawsuit as I'm sure you did as well. Yeah, I read And as there were some I things could. in there, <laughs> Rob, that weren't really racism, at least on the surface. Um, it was just some bad situations that, that Flores was put in. And and I'm gonna say this quickly before we get there. He also could have a defamation of character lawsuit if he wanted, I think. Because he turned down. Now, he was told two things that were foul. One, the owner, Steven Ross, told him that he would pay him $100,000 a loss because he wanted Flores to tank so they could get a better pick in the draft. So he wanted him to lose games. Right. And then Ross also tried to set up a meeting with the three of them and, I don't know, maybe some more officials from the Dolphins, with Tom Brady before it was allowed. And Flores wouldn't do it. So two things he was told to do that were wrong and illegal and against the shield, right? It's all about protecting the shield, supposedly. And that is why he couldn't get along with people. Like he said, in the organization, after those things happened and he didn't go along with it, there was tension. Well, he, he was a guy he wasn't going to want right.
0: He, hey, and, you, you're not doing what we told you to do, or whatever. And and this is an issue, up, Chris, uh, especially.
2: Go ahead. What you going to say? Yeah, no, uppity. You know, he 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 he's uppity. He don't do what he's told. Who's he exactly. think he is? And and, and, re- and, that's, and that's
0: where the issue comes in, especially Chris, when you're talking about ethics. There are a lot of people who don't have ethics. And right. they'll take the what? What do you want me to do? I'll do whatever you need me to do. And and they'll do that. And there are other people stand on that stuff and say, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to take a part in this. It's wrong. It's unethical. It's not in my DNA. It's not how I was right. raised or brought up. It goes against everything that I want. I, I just, I would love to hear from a football coach, Chris, who says, yeah, I would take the money and have the team lose. That, it would cost his assistants jobs. Players who are playing Chris could be cut. Yep. Oh, he's a yep. loser. He yep. was on that Dolphins team that lost nine in a row. We don't right. want him here. Right. They couldn't right. defend. He couldn't tackle anybody. That, you get all lumped in, right? Yep. All of a sudden, you're a bad player from that bad Dolphins team. Absolutely. Who, who you are wants right that? You're right
2: on the money. You are yeah, right who on wants the money. to be a part of that? And Rob, remember, when he was fired, and we didn't know the story at that. We just knew he was fired. And what was being put out there? Yeah, uh, relationships.
0: Yep. He didn't get along with
2: people. With people. He. We may have even said, yeah, he came from the Belichick tree, tried to bring that attitude. You know what I mean? My way or the highway, blah, blah, blah. It was nothing like that. It was because he wouldn't break the rules. It was because he had morals and ethics. It was because he looked out for his assistant coaches and his players, like you just said, Rob. That is why. And, Rob, they got a, the league, as you said, they, they said they're going to look into, or Chris Mortenson's reported, that the league will look into the and investigate the situation where Stephen Ross allegedly, the owner of the, the Dolphins, allegedly told Brian Flores to lose games. And to pay him a hundred thousand dollars if he tanked, Chris. That goes per against game. everything per game.
0: in the NFL when we talk about integrity. Can I say this? Tom Brady, when he was suspended those four games, Chris, was because of integrity. That that's what the rule. Yep. That's what they used against Tom ba- Brady. Yeah, was the integrity of the game. Yep. So you're telling me that Tom Brady got four games for deflated footballs. And Stephen Ross is not going to get hit over the head with a roll of nickels in, in a sock? Seriously. Like Chris. Rob. That's messing with the integrity of the game. And now what do we have, Chris, more than ever?
2: Gambling's in bed with the NFL. Thank you. Thank you. Now you got the integrity of the game, but now you're messing with money. Now people are betting you know, they're honest, hard-earned hard, hard yep. earned money. And there are teams trying to lose on purpose? And now it's not on or the up could and up. be? Right. I got to be honest, Rob. I mean, look. I'll do the investigation. But if this is true, if he offered a coach money to lose, I, he should lose the team. And look. Wow. Oh, they, I mean what else no I, it's I, this this is a privilege there are 32 teams in the National Football League it is a privilege or it should be to be an owner Chris it's not you, something that's just given to you oh you deserve it is a privilege and you have flouted that privilege if indeed you've done this Donald Donald Sterling had this team stripped.
0: Taken away and he got paid handsomely. So we're not crying for well, Donald Sterling. Well that's the thing. Okay? I mean, Stephen Ross gonna make money. Right. And but I'm saying, Chris, he got something, he got his team stripped. He didn't even do anything that was illegal from that standpoint, you know, saying what he said on a tape or and private he was conversation. Saying it off the record.
1: it
2: exactly. was a private conversation. As private much as conversation. I like to see, see it happen, you know, when he was lost his team. I mean, it was a private conversation. Right, it really, but I'm you know, saying Stephen
0: Ross to go and, and do something that could seriously affect the integ- integrity of the league. Once you don't have that, Chris, and people don't know whether people are throwing games, you know yep. what I mean? Like yep. the fixes in. It's like boxing at one point. People got turned off to boxing. It's right. a fix. Right. W- what was that? Absolutely. He didn't even
2: hit the guy. He, he grazed him, and the guy went down, right? <laughs> Rob, you're... I'm sure you were like me and most or a lot of people. At seventh, eighth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. When you found out earlier. about wrestling? Yeah, I was I into wrestling. I knew it. <laughs> right? Jimmy Superfly, Snooker and Junkyard Dog, and Tony Atlas, and, and 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 the Iron Chief or whatever his name. Like all those, I was into it. And then when I found out it was fake, I mean, some people still can stay in. I can't. Once I know it's fake, I'm sorry. I'm I I, I as an my, eighth ninth grader, I lost interest. Uh, my guy was Special
0: Delivery Jones. He was yeah. like one of the few black wrestlers, right? right? Right. Special Delivery Jones, and Chris, you remember? they used to break my heart all the time. SD Jones would fight great the entire match. <laughs> And then he would pin the guy down, and the and the ref would come over to count him out. Right. He would go one, two, and the guy would flip S.D. Jones over. I mean, like and pin F- him, the- and then pin him, Chris. <laughs> and then the ref would do a quick boom, 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 like three right, little taps right, on the right, and it was all over. Wow. I don't even know if he ever won a match that I remember watching. <laughs> I
2: swear, not any of the big ones, right? No, Steve Jones. When you found out it was fake, did you lose interest? Yes. Yeah, it, it, it was like, I'm done. I'm not getting the magazines anymore. I'm not into it. And that is what we're talking about. And, Rob, all you hear is the shield. Protect the shield. Protect the shield. Protect the shield. I'm saying it. Protect the shield, NFL. Again, I don't know. I'm just saying what's alleged. But he's the alleged, other edge. Come on, it, it just what 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 are we talking about? And then Chris, we
0: heard from Hugh Jackson, a friend of the show. Yeah, he he, Hugh, yeah, go ahead. Said that the same exact thing happened in Cleveland. Yep, because something that that uh, their owner as well wanted them to tank and lose games, and he refused to be a part of that as well.
2: Yep, and and here's the thing for coaches. And you said it. One, it's just totally unfair to your players. These guys are out there. They work just as hard as the contenders do. And they bust their butt. They risk injury, all that. And you want them to go out there and lose? And if they look bad on tape, maybe no one else picks them up. Like you said, Rob, what if their defense is the worst in the league? Right. And you might actually be a good defender. But, hey, he was part of that 0-16 team. That was one of the five worst defenses ever. We don't, we don't want him, him. here, We right. don't want him here, right? And if you're the head coach, what if? I mean, if, if Hugh Jackson, unfortunately, Rob, I, I think, I hope I'm wrong, he'll never get another head coaching job in the no, NFL. No, 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 nope.
0: no.
2: He's coaching at Grambling State HBCU. Yep. And so it's a lot of it's because if you put that bad record, on, you know, on your resume. Then it is going to hurt your future chances of employment. It's
0: harder for a general manager to introduce a guy, Chris, like right. that, who's had nothing who's had the losing record like a 40 What case could percent. you make for him? You're better right. off bringing in a guy who's never been a coach, right ever right? right. who's got a clean slate? you don't know. you could sell that. Right. I can't sell Hugh if he has a losing record unless you're Josh McDaniels in 11 and 17. right, right.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it it is real, Rob. And so uh, we'll see what comes of this. But I I think that's a serious allegation,
1: Rob. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: We're going to bring Rob G in because he had an interesting theory uh, about black coaches in the nfl i ha- i haven't heard it anywhere other than rob g every mouth. once in a while
0: rob g you know what it comes up with something that's worthy i'm sorry go ahead every
1: Blue you know World. what rob <laughs> what? I'm just that's why i never missed the inside the parker podcast oh wow <laughs>
0: And you know what speaking of that rob g <laughs>
1: Inside the parker drops tomorrow. That's right. Off Shameless edition. plug. I set you That's up for right. that one. I, I threw the nice. lob. I knew you were going to finish it. Uh, but yeah, so we were talking before the show about this uh, Brian Flores situation. Also talking about what Hugh Jackson said about with the Cleveland Browns. And we're trying to pick interesting angles and things that maybe were not being discussed ad nauseum on other shows. Because This has obviously right. been the biggest story. Not and just We don't want to do
0: what everybody else is
1: doing. Right. Not just in sports, but in you know mainstream news as well. It was on CBS this morning. Yep. And one of the things I brought up to you guys was the idea that not only is it difficult for minority coaches to get hired in the NFL for head jobs, but it seems like if and when they do get hired, they're getting positions that are very bad teams and they're being used, for lack of a better word, to build up a really bad yes. roster, a really bad team, but are never given the time to see it all the way through. And the example I brought up was Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. You know, he had one win in two seasons. Their team was terrible. There was no way they around got it. Picks, got right? a bunch, they of, don't picks, get a bunch of picks, cleared up their salary cap situation. Yep. As soon as they get all of that squared away, he gets fired so that a, the next coach can reap the benefits. Steve Wilkes in Arizona. Got one season. Yep. They took Josh Rosen in the, with the 10th overall pick. Obviously, it didn't work out. But rather than give him the opportunity to feel it out with the next guy, which would have been Kyler Murray, or let him build from there, they fire him immediately and give Cliff Kingsbury the number one overall pick and a much better quarterback prospect than Kyler Murray. So no I just doubt. wanted to get that, your guys' a... opinion on that whole uh, narrative that I brought forward.
2: Well, Rob, when, when Rob G first shared this with me earlier today, I, 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 you know, I thought, no, no, there, I, I don't see that. And then I began to think about guys. And while I don't think there's this grand conspiracy, let's hire black coaches, you know, and not give them a chance, um, there are, there is a lot of like circumstantial evidence for what he's saying. I'm not saying I'm totally buying it, but he brought up some good examples, and you know, the the Cully, the same thing, David Cully in Houston. You know, um, David Cully did a, I, I won't say great job. They still only won four games, Chris. But, but let me just start, did, let me just had, that check, one second. Yeah. Dan, what's the difference between Cully
0: and Dan Campbell? They won three games in the past. Cully
2: won more games.
0: He That's won more difference. games, and Dan Campbell had a quarterback who went to the Super Bowl.
2: Right. Just think about that. And Cully. But, but he lost. gets fired. Cully right. Cully lost Deshaun Watson. Right. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. And won the same amount of games as they won last year with Deshaun Watson. So I and, and we saw it, Rob. They were playing hard at the end of the year. Everything. You remember, they ran so the, they you. Ran I agree. The, they, they I ran thought the Campbell did a good job. job. I don't think Campbell should have been fired, and I don't think Cully should have been right. fired. Right. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying right. the way that you
0: look at, people go, oh, the Lions played hard right. for Dan Campbell. That's what I'm – like
2: the spin. I will say this, Rob. I do think – I think that in Houston – and even maybe in Arizona with with Wilks, because I don't know what his contract was, but I'm sure it was for more than one year. All right, it's so hard to implement and your I system. One oh, year, yeah, it, it just said, is. I, No question. Not fair. Matt Rule said you need seven years, right? <laughs> then he said Jay Z seven years. He, he wants seven, but I think that in Houston, and I I don't know that it's been spoken. I know it certainly probably hadn't been spoken with people of color around. But do you think there's some, you know what, Cully? Yeah, we gave him one year, which I think was the plan. I don't think they, they – there's no way they gave this guy a fair shot of being their long-term coach. But you know what? He got – how many? How much money did he get, $22 million? He got $17 million coming to him now. And I think there's some – that's the way – they're justifying it. Is that it's guilt pay? Guilt? Like guilt? I, like no, they- I, I, think it's, I think it's be happy. We're giving you $22 million. Be no happy way. with that. Yeah, don't worry about you didn't get a fair shot. Don't worry about, you know, uh, you shouldn't have been fired. You got $22 million. Be happy with that. I really think there's some of that feeling in there, whether it's been spoken or not. And I just thought Rob G. made some pretty good points, Rob. Jim Caldwell, and I've brought him up before, three of his seasons in Detroit were winning seasons, which is unheard of in Detroit. And maybe, Rob, you were there, I think, when they fired Yeah, yeah. Did they think, okay, he's got us, like, competitive. He's got us on the cusp. Now let's go get somebody instead of letting him continue to build. Let's go get. now let's bring somebody in that can take us to the next level. No, no, you I, know what it a was. White
0: guy, it, but but what it was was friendship, like, not nepotism, but friendship. Chris, and and Bob Quinn was the general manager from New England, and he basically said nine and seven ain't good enough, even though they made the playoffs. Chris, nine is, that's what he said. Nine and seven ain't good enough here. That sure just that's good enough now. That sure does, <laughs> but that justified him firing Jim Caldwell, right? And then bringing in Matt Patricia. So he stayed. Bob Quinn was general manager for one year with, uh um, who just said? Um, with Caldwell. Jim with Caldwell. Caldwell. I'm sorry. One year with Caldwell. And then he fired him and then brought in his guy, Matt Patricia. You know, he wanted to have his guy, another New England guy, a guy he knew, and that's what it really came down to. And it wasn't fair, it wasn't right. And, Chris, I got one baseball example, uh, and, and and you'll know this too because one of the hottest teams in baseball, as far as records, playoffs, and whatnot, of late, is the Houston Astros. Right. But they had a black manager, Bo Porter. Chris, they stripped the team down. They brought in all kids. They took a pounding. Bo Porter's first year, they were 51 and 111. The next year, 59 and 79. And then by the time the third year, he was fired after that, you know, during that season. What happened to the Astros, Chris? They blossomed after they got the the players because they were bad. They blossomed right. into this great team. They win a World Series. We know they cheated, but they also went to the the ALCS like four years in a row. But he he's the one who started that team, but wasn't able to reap the benefits because they didn't let him stick around long enough.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting theory. Um, I hadn't thought about it. I don't. I don't. Again, I don't think there's some conspiracy for this. They're
0: not. They're but not it has in the room. happened,
2: right? I know what you're saying. It there's has no, happened. There's they're no not sitting in it. the room. Game planning it. Right. 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 But but it it, it is a very interesting situation. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. We brought up Caldwell, Rob, who had back-to-back winning seasons and was then fired by the Lions. That was in 2016-2017. Rob, the last time before Caldwell that the Lions had back-to-back winning seasons was 1994-95. Wayne Fonts, yep. Wayne Fonts. So that's like 24 years. <laughs> but he wasn't got good fired. enough. Right. And the only black coach in the league is Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season, won a Super Bowl. Is that the – like, every black coach that has a job has to be that? Has to, has to never have a losing record? See how high that bar is for him? That bar is way too high,
0: and a lot of guys – and it doesn't mean that there aren't bad white coaches and that white coaches don't get fired. We get all that. It's just the, the parameters for a black coach just don't seem to be fair. That, that's It just doesn't seem to, to, to be that. Uh, and, and the opportunities just aren't there. And and, 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 and that's the thing. Like, like you talked about McCown, right? A high school coach. And all I said to the guy who called in, Name the black high school coach who got got a job in the NFL. I'll wait. Right. Right.
2: When we start seeing seeing that, Chris, then I could go, what can I say? Right. You just want fairness. You just want fairness. And you're seeing regularly guys with less experience. In McCown's case, he hadn't been hired yet, but no experience. Being hired white guys over black guys with a lot of experience, had anybody heard of Joe Judge? Had it, he was a special teams coach, and no. I know so was was uh, John Harbaugh, who you know obviously is, is a great is, is a great coach in Boston. He
0: comes from a lineage though; his father was a coach. I'm just saying, like like right, the
2: Harbaugh family that was well. Their business. That's another issue is the nepotism in the NFL. You know, what I, I I mean. Nick Wright said today on First Things First, 14% of the coaches in the NFL, not just head coaches, but coaches uh, are the result of nepotism, like are are related to, uh, you know, their dad or somebody was a coach, uncle, whatever. Look at Belichick's son. Yep. You know, Andy Weed had his son, on, two sons on staff, Chris. Yeah. And, and uh, Billy Hunter, I remember with the NBA Players Association, one of the reasons he lost his job as executive director was because they alleged nepotism. And I was like nepotism, that's all over these professional leagues. Right. All over them. And it doesn't mean some of these sons are qualified. I'm not saying they can't get jobs if they're qualified, but we're just saying that's another, you know, situation where because of the historical racism, those running the league And the coaches of yesteryear were virtually all white.